grab a cup of tea, and let's chat. Hey, I'm Lisa, and welcome to In Pursuit. I'm all about creating conversation and sharing my ideas on the world, and that's what this platform is. This podcast is all about conversation and innovation and just reaching those hard to talk about topics. I hope to present new ideas and just spark a curiosity in you. Also, I am a big lover of tea, so grab a cup of tea, let's chat. First and foremost, just wanted to say I'm sorry that this is up late. Um, It's Sunday when I am recording this, and this one was supposed to be up on Friday. This is Redefining Self-Care as a Type A Personality. Hello, welcome. And it was supposed to be the ending of the week, which started off with talking about my freshman year experience and just me giving advice, and then also talking about mentors and learning how to learn from different people in your life, and then close off with self-care especially as a person who's outgoing and extroverted and so sorry that this is up late um it's just kind of been a whirlwind of a weekend and especially on friday it was such a crazy day so just didn't want to force an episode out of um me when i'm not feeling at my best or i'm not really up to just like having that kind of conversation that isn't really how i was feeling on friday so sorry that this is up late but it's definitely going to be more genuine than if I try to force something out and I will have up today's episode which is supposed to be a new week a new sort of series and I was going to talk about just friendships in the Gen Z kind of world I'll have that up tomorrow so that was kind of a lot but I just wanted to start off by saying like I recognize that this is up late and sorry but we're back and welcome to redefining self-care as a type a personality um i just took out some plant-based lasagna out of the oven and it was made from like eggplants instead of noodles and then a lentil like bolognese and then bolognese bolognese and then cashew cream instead of cheese and it looked good i think it'll be good but i don't want to say anything before i try it It was definitely like fun to make and I haven't just explored a different kind of recipe in a while so that was fun and cooking in quarantine is something that I've definitely had fun doing and just like being at home in general because at school and at my apartment I just kind of grocery shop a it's just for myself so I don't buy like a lot of extra foods and so I know what I'm gonna make and I know what I have and it's very just straightforward and not really creative I would say So being home and being able to be like, whoa, we have this, let me try and make something out of it, you know? It's not something that I've had for like this past year, so it's definitely been so much fun doing that. And that was definitely a self-care item for me today. It was something that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this because I haven't done anything all day. And cooking and making this podcast are like two things for today that like make me feel accomplished. And I think just... That being said, self-care is in the little practices. It's in the little ways that you just make yourself feel like the day is not wasted and learning how to balance rest and also being active and knowing what's good for you in that day uh, definitely was more of a slower day and a tiring one. So just being able to try a new recipe and make a late podcast episode are just going to be two things that I cross off for today and that's okay, you know? 
that's kind of just my Sunday so far and I'm excited to dive into just talking about what self-care means as an outgoing person, as a person who's always active, and as a person who's a busybody. But before I dive into all that, let's take a moment to hear from today's sponsor. I have been using Anchor to make this podcast and it's been so easy, so fun, and not to mention free. It has all the tools that you need, editing, messages, background music all on the website and you can upload edit and distribute all in one place also there's no minimum requirement to make money from your podcast and just all in all it's very easy and everything that you need is right on the website so download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and start your podcast today So I never actually heard of the phrase like self-care or even understood what that meant until like high school and it was introduced as eating healthy and taking baths and doing a face mask and cutting off toxic people and definitely those are important things, they're valid things to do to relax and regenerate but I think there's definitely more to self-care and that was just the introduction that I was given so I never really had a holistic kind of viewpoint when it came to what that means and how to take care of your person and how to take care of your emotions and making sure that you are fully rested so you can be yourself all the time and you can do what you need to do to just go on with life without feeling burnt out and definitely this like mindset that it's baths and eating a cupcake and doing a face mask, they're all valid, yes, but there's just definitely more to it. And so I wanted to just preface by saying I'm not going to be just saying like, oh, light up some candles, you know? There's other ideas that are going to be presented in the context of self-care today. And I really do think that it's the daily things and it's the things that you do habitually. It's the practices that you implement in your life all the time rather than taking a day out of the month to go to the spa Because definitely that is important and that makes you feel relaxed, but it's until that point that you feel burnt out is when you realize I need to do something so that I can continue on. And rather than going and pushing yourself more than you can and pushing yourself to that limit where you need just one day off, I think it's so important to do things daily or weekly or monthly that just make sure that you're in a good headspace and you're connected with your emotions and that's kind of just what I want to talk about today. I definitely think that how you rest and how you regenerate is really aligned with how you exert energy, which is why I connected it back to being a type A personality and being the kind of person who's always on and always there for other people and who's that shoulder and also that source of entertainment, you know? And that's just how being that extroverted person exerts energy. And I think rest and regeneration and self-care has to be aligned with that in order for us to go back to our full selves. And so I wanted to connect this back to being an extrovert and being the kind of person who's always dependable and just always giving out energy towards other people. I wanted to show how we can give that energy to ourselves sometimes and just be in tune with how we're feeling, especially if you're an extrovert. But the specific personality test that I took 
is going to be linked in the show notes. It's called 16personalities.com. It's just that, and it just asks you a series of questions, and then there's different categories. And so, the different kinds of personalities include analysts, diplomats, um, sentinels, I think is how you say it, and explorers. And other under diplomats is actually the campaigner, which is what I am. It's ENFP. So ENFP stands for extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and prospecting. And 16personalities.com says a campaigner is someone with these personality traits. They tend to be embracing towards big ideas and their actions reflect that sense of hope that they have and goodwill towards others. Their vibrant energy can flow in many directions. And I think that's beautiful. I think that is a just real, those are all really, really good traits to have, you know, but definitely having that mindset to embrace big ideas and act on them and having your energy flow in many different directions is what they said. That means that there can be sometimes big burnout and there can sometimes that energy is not going to be flowing towards yourself and you're going to be focused on other people and other things and other projects. And so that's why I think it's really important to connect like how you're going to rest and how you want to regenerate with where your energy is flowing and where you are putting bits and pieces of yourself and how can you recognize that and how can you be in tune with that and so I think taking a personality test is a really big step towards just understanding what you do and why you do what you do and so that is of course linked in the show notes and I recommend that you would take it and then just understand how you can align that with how you rest. The first sort of item on my list for just self-care practices for that kind of person who is more outgoing and they just exert their energy in many different directions is to be able to say no. Definitely just as an outgoing person and as a kind of person who wants to make everyone happy when you're invited somewhere or someone is asking you to do something, it's definitely easy to just say yes and overload your plate that's already very full with something that you might not be that much interested in and this can just take a toll on yourself and take a toll on how you take action and how you spend your time because those are the things that are going to make you feel your best or at your worst and so if you are spending time in a place where you might have not wanted to go to in the beginning you might be like why did I come here maybe this is not what I wanted to do why don't I take care of myself and being able to say no just shows like I don't have to go to everything I'm invited to. I don't have to take part in every invitation and that's okay. And it's definitely harder said or easier said than done, but I think it's a first and good step towards knowing what you really want and knowing how you really want to spend your time and your energy and being able to pick and choose also I think specializes and increases that energy flow that is going in many different directions because once you minimize that and you can be more in touch with all the different areas you are spending your time then I think you will be able to express yourself more freely and more in a better way than if you were to spread yourself so thin so just being able to specialize on the activities that you really really want to do and surround yourself with people and places that you actually want to do rather than going because you were invited so just know how to say no and be okay with it and don't worry what other people are thinking because at the end of the day there will be another invitation and 
whenever someone, if you think about it, whenever someone can't come to something or they're like, hey, where's Lisa? And they're like, oh, she said she had something, another commitment. People are like, oh, okay, we missed her, but that's okay. And they just move past it. And I think when I think of it, I'm like, oh, this person's going to be disappointed. I wasn't there for them. But then when someone else isn't there, it's not that big of a deal. And I think it's more of an internalized, like, we tend, or I tend to make it more of a big deal than it actually is. And so understanding that it won't be a big deal on their part, but it'll also be a better deal on your part and it'll make you feel like you are in control of what you want to do and you are taking action in how you want to spend your energy. So just knowing that that's okay. Also on that note, um, not being afraid to change up who you're surrounding yourself with. I think as extroverts and type A personalities, once we kind of meet people or we meet a group of people, it's easy to just like stay around them and be like, oh, I really like you guys. You like you guys like me, but maybe I'm not my best self when I'm with you, but I already know you. We've already established a friendship. We have memories together. So let's just like keep hanging out. But understanding that there's so much change that happens in life and you can switch up who you're around and this isn't necessarily going back to how earlier I said like cutting off toxic people because I don't think cutting off people like should be such an easy decision and it should definitely come from a place like a heavy place and it should be a weighted decision but rather spending time with different people spending time with people in a different way in a sense and understanding that you don't have to be around the same people all the time and you don't have to if they're doing something that you really don't want to do and you don't think that's best for you understanding that for yourself and in a sense to or in a way to take care of yourself just removing yourself from like those things or that group of people is totally okay and you can change your friends you can change how you spend time with different people and at the end of the day like no one's going to be but hurt because it's not like you're cutting them off but it's more so like let's do something else or let me spend time with just another group of friend more or it's not going to be taken as deeply as we think but definitely as a person who wants to make everyone happy I think it's easy to just stick with a friend group even if I know that I'm not my best self with them or I don't feel that great around them and it took me a long time to realize like it's okay to remove myself and I think especially after high school and after you're leaving like that space where you're with the same people every day it's you realize like it's okay if I don't want to hang out with them and I'm in control of how I spend my time and so being able to remove yourself in different ways is totally okay this next one is so important because I think as the type of people who are always on the go we're always busy and we are exerting energy in many different directions I think we tend to forget how that energy was spent and throughout the course of the day, it can be hard to recognize what was actually done. And sometimes I'll go through a whole day and be like, what did I even do today? Because it was just so, so busy and you don't realize like I did so much. And so I wrote down rewarding a good day's work. I think it's so important to just give yourself like that daily recognition that I did this or I accomplished that. And that was a really big deal. And I'm glad that I check that off my list and I think especially I noticed this like this school year like when I have a study list or a game plan to go about studying I think as soon as I finished one thing I would just move on to the next and check it off and I'm checking off a box and getting work done but I don't really sit back to realize like wow 
I kind of did a lot and it's, I'm glad that I got that paper out of the way or I'm glad that I finished that study guide because as soon as you're done with one thing, you're on to the next. And I think that's how like daily life goes as well for a lot of outgoing and extroverted people because you're just so on the go. And so just taking that time to sit back and be like, okay, I did this. I accomplished that. Um, I did yesterday's item. I checked this off the list and that's amazing. I'm going to be well set up for tomorrow. Definitely is just a good way to give yourself that recognition and make yourself feel good for what you did because you did a lot and you might not always recognize it. And so just sitting back and recognizing what has actually been completed, I think is a big way to take care of yourself and a big way to give yourself that recognition. My next one is a bit cheesy and not gonna lie. It has probably been said many, many times, but taking yourself out on a date, I think this is a good way to just escape what is going on every day and escape your daily routine and doing something out of the ordinary that is just for yourself and with yourself. And um, one time I took the train to downtown San Francisco. I think this was in the middle of my freshman year when I was home from school. And I didn't have an agenda. I didn't have a game plan of what I was going to do while I was in the city. I just walked around and explored new shops and I found like a little place where the lady made her own jewelry and she had plants. It was called Foreman Forage, actually, if you live in the Bay Area. It was super cute. And then there was, I also discovered another tea shop and it was so, so cute. They actually had a little section where you could play with cats. I don't remember what it was called, but that being said, I just did all this by like leaving my house and enjoying my own company and not having an agenda, but rather just stepping out and doing something out of the ordinary for myself and it was so fun. I got to just experience the city on my own without knowing where I'm going, knowing where I am, and I ended up really enjoying it. And you can even plan out a date for yourself, do something fun, and take yourself out for a milkshake or something. I think it's so important to just know what you like and know which activities excite you and plan it for yourself and do it just for yourself. And being able to enjoy your own company, I think, is something that is a little bit harder for type A's because we just are always wanting to surround ourselves with people and we're always wanting to be around large groups or many different individuals. And so understanding like it's okay to be by myself sometimes and it's okay to do a fun activity on my own, I think is really powerful and different. And so that was something that I definitely noted. And that one kind of talked about an excitement for life or just an excitement for a specific thing. And I also wrote down doing one thing a day that makes you excited or prepped for a good day. And this is more of a habitual thing than like a once in a while taking yourself out on a date. But kind of going back to like rewarding a good day's work and being able to say no. Kind of those daily things that make you in tune with your emotions and just building those good habits to make sure that you don't get burnt out one time. So being able to prep for a good day can happen in so many different ways. And I think that some people do it by taking time out of their day to spend time on their morning coffee and make it really, really well and then sit down sometimes outside or just sit down on the couch and enjoy a cup of coffee. Or a lot of people like to make a nutritious breakfast and set up their day that way. I think one big thing for me is being able to wake up like an hour or an hour and a half before I actually have to leave the house and just have a slow morning and that can be making breakfast or working out or just sitting or 
even catching up on homework that I didn't that I didn't do that previous day being able to just spend time at home before I have to leave for class or leave for school or leave for whatever activity it is that I have to do that day is a really way for me to be like relaxed in the morning and start off on a calm note start off on a very organized note um I know a lot of um, type A people are highly organized and they like to have an agenda. So starting off on a note that you're like very mentally prepared for the day's course and you're also prepared like with your materials, you're prepared with what you needed to do and, th- and then preparing your body physically, preparing it with a good breakfast, preparing it with just a slow morning rather than waking up and having to go. So definitely just doing one thing a day that makes you excited and prepped for the day. This can be in the morning or even in the afternoon, whatever time of day is best for you. I'm definitely like a morning person, so having that time carved out for myself is a nice way to be relaxed and start off on a good note. Now, this next one I think is the biggest thing for type A personalities and outgoing people, and it's to not overcommit. And I don't think this always stems from a place of like pleasing people. Sometimes it can, like you, of course, someone presents you with an opportunity you're like let me just do this make them happy but I think mainly it comes from a place of like this opportunity is never going to happen again and I've had that mindset so many times and I just stack on my plate more and more and I finally realized like no opportunities will come and go and I don't have to take everyone that comes it's okay to just be okay with how many things you're already doing, being able to recognize I'm already doing so many things. I'm already a student. I'm already volunteering. I'm already I'm already being a research assistant. Whatever you're doing on your campus or in your life, recognizing that you are doing a lot already and that's okay. And maybe six months down the line, you'll want to drop something and start a new thing, but definitely not stacking different things as they come and different opportunities as they come. And it doesn't just have to be like, events sometimes there's so many outreach events or networking events and as a student or like an upcoming person who wants to enter the work field in a few years you want to make sure you're everything and you want to make sure that you're always there so you never miss an opportunity you never miss a connection but just understanding that they will come and go and that's okay and you already have done so much and you will continue to do more and more but down the line that might have to mean that you drop one thing in order to start this new thing and definitely for me um i volunteered at this place called united action for youth this year and it wasn't on weekly kind of volunteering place it was more so when she had um a need or someone in the community needed something from like a college student or something that's when she would email all the volunteers and ask hey guys this is what's going on if anyone needs um anyone is interested in this opportunity, they can take this, I'll connect you with the right people. And so I feel like every time she would send out those emails, I'd be like, okay, I'm there, I'm gonna do it. I got like, you know, kind of just thinking like, I can do this, I'm gonna add this onto my plate because this is another opportunity, I'm gonna miss it if it doesn't come. And I think at the end of the day, that like cost me the chance to just build real connections and really volunteer and be a good volunteer in the place that I was already at and so like in this case it was a um wrapping event for Christmas and it was going to take place in the mall and as soon as she sent out that email I was like yes I'm there 
Um, it'll be in the middle of finals week, but that's okay. I'm just going to go. I don't have any form of transportation planned, but I'm that kind of person that'll just take an opportunity the minute and this, no, the second it comes. And it's so bad, but she sent out that email and I was, I immediately signed up for a time slot. And then a few weeks later, I realized that my flight home for winter break was earlier than I thought, actually. And my final day was earlier than I thought. And I didn't plan ahead. I just went ahead and signed up for that opportunity before I could reflect on my plan for that time and what I was going to be doing. And so I ended up missing that opportunity. And I didn't even realize it at first because I was scrambling to get other things together since I thought that I was flying out a day later than I actually was. And so that morning she had texted me and she's like, hey, are you still able to wrap Christmas presents at the mall today? And I was like, wow, I am in Dallas on my connecting flight right now. And I completely forgot to mention that I wouldn't be able to make it anymore. And so I just texted her back like, I'm so sorry. I ended up going home a day earlier than I expected. But that being said, like that was a missed opportunity for me to maybe do something better at that organization or just connect on a realer uh, level rather than trying to grasp every single thing that came my way. And that was an example where my plate was overloaded. I didn't even realize like where, when, where I needed to be and that ended up costing me like an event that I could have really enjoyed and so just understanding that different things come and go and it's okay to recognize what you're already doing it's okay to take a step back and just really do well in what is already being done and really just give your all in the areas that you're already exerting energy rather than trying to pick up new places and trying to pick up new opportunities my next one is to check in with your emotions and this semester my gen ed my performing arts gen ed was dance and society in global context and it also counted for my global health requirements and so that's why i originally took it and then end, ended up actually really loving that class and at one point we talked about doing a body scan and i hadn't heard of it until this class i don't know if i've talked about it on this podcast before but she just talked about checking in with how your body is doing where your which areas are tense and which areas are more loose and how you can just like release tension throughout your body and just closing your eyes and like understanding where your muscles are tight from head to toe and so this body scan I'm kind of applying it to more of a mental state and more so checking in with how you're feeling and maybe like why am I so like tense in my emotions and why am I so maybe angry right here or I was just really really happy and just understanding how you're feeling and where your emotions are maybe like a situation that just happened I think as type a personalities sometimes like things just happen and we just like move on and we're like I'm just gonna forget about it and so you end up feeling a certain way and you're like why do I feel like this you're like wow because someone was rude to me on the bus and I just let it pass you know so just connecting with your emotions and I think it's also really important to be in tune with how you're feeling and let those feelings come and go um the f in enfp actually stands for feeling and this is in the sense that we're always wondering how other people are feeling and so in that way we're so in check with other people's emotions and we're always in tune with how the people around us are doing and this goes back to just that idea where if you're in a group of people or you're in a room with people you want to make sure that everyone is well taken care of you want to make sure everyone is having a good time and you can you can definitely spot when someone is not enjoying the setting and then 
as a type A personality, we always go up to them and we say like, well, how are you doing? Anything I can get for you? But being able to do that for ourselves and being able to understand, I'm not most comfortable right here or I'm not feeling at my best or I'm feeling great. Why am I feeling so good? You know, just checking in with your own emotions the same way that we do for other people. And it's such an easy and um, natural habit for us, but in the context of understanding how other people are feeling. So understanding how we're feeling and how our own person is actually doing and being in tune with those emotions, checking in whether it's once or twice or three times a day is so powerful. And that being said, I feel like as type A personalities and as those outgoing people, we are so creative and we are so in touch with like that sense of ourselves and that sense of imagination that not a lot of people have, especially as you grow older. And this actually, it says that in 16 personalities, it says that you can change the world with just an idea. We're more than sociable people pleasers. Campaigners are shaped by their intuitive quality, which is the N in ENFP. And this allows them to read between the lines of curiosity and energy. And so if you find yourself just getting in that creative state, getting in that place where you're like, wow, this is an amazing idea. I definitely would like to act on this because I definitely have so many different ideas that are constantly just running through my head. So if you are in a place where you can act on it and you can write it down, I think a form of self-care for ENFPs and outgoing people is writing out creativity as it comes and constantly building that space to be creative because maybe you aren't always in that place where you can write down an idea you have or act out on a plan that you curated and so building that space like whether it's weekly or monthly or daily or whatever it is that is best for your lifestyle and best for where you are in life having that place where you know like okay today from here to here i'm gonna be creative and i'm gonna sit down and let out all of those juices flow because that is another part of me that maybe i don't get to express in my daily life and my other obligations and being able to carry that space for yourself and being able to understand that this is a big part of me and I'm really skilled at this place and just knowing like I can carve out a time in the day to do this and a time in the day for me to just be creative. And then on a completely opposite note, I think that a form of self-care for these people who are always giving out energy, they're always going, they're always thinking, and they're always planning is to just carve out time to do nothing and carve out time to sit down and watch TV. Um, I have shared before that I love the podcast Jesus and Jalof, and one of the hosts said that she has a hard time sitting in front of the TV and doing absolutely nothing, and sometimes she just has to say, today I'm going to do nothing and I'm going to binge watch a show, and this definitely must stem from just being the type of person who's always on the go. You feel accomplished by doing little things, and so spending a day doing nothing or spending a day just doing an activity that isn't necessarily building you up, I would say, or just furthering like your career, furthering what you're doing in that stage of your life, such as watching TV is harder for some people. And it's definitely hard for me. I have to think like, okay, right now for the next like two hours, I'm just going to sit in front of the TV and binge watch some Disney and that's okay. I'm going to take out this time for myself and I'm going to enjoy it. And it has to be like a whole planned thing. It has to be a whole mental thing. And sometimes I find myself waiting until I finished a whole thing. Like, okay, I finished today's work. Now I'm going to sit down and watch TV. 
and I finish this, okay, now I can take a break. But sometimes it's like, I don't have to do anything in order to be rewarded with being able to do nothing. So one day, just tell yourself, today I'm going to do nothing whatsoever. That's okay. I'm going to take care of myself physically, emotionally, by just disconnecting from all strenuous activity. And strenuous acti activity can sometimes take a emotional toll on you more than a physical toll on you. And so that rest can sometimes just be watching a show that takes your mind off of what your commitments are and what you're doing in life. And so that's okay. Carve out that time, girl. You deserve it. It's also so, so important, kind of going back to being in check with your emotions and just tuning into how you're feeling in different situations, different environments, but also decluttering your mind. And I think this also relates to giving yourself time to be creative because as ENFPs, we're definitely more thinky and we're more just passionate in every single thing that we're doing and this is such a beautiful thing it's a good thing to be driven wholeheartedly in where you're exerting your energy but also one of the weaknesses of campaigners is that we get stressed easily and we are highly emotional and i think this comes from just being so overthinky and over sensitive and it's beautiful in its own way but also takes a toll on your emotions and so being able to declutter your mind, whether you're thinking about school, work, your passion projects, what you need to do that day, what you haven't done, what you have done, whatever it is, sometimes our minds are just constantly on the go. We're thinking about everything and not thinking, but overthinking. So just imagine everything that's going on in your life. Your mind is racing and of course it's going to get tired. Of course, you're going to get burnt out mentally and you're going to just be so exhausted. So being able to declutter your mind I think is a good way to be in check with your emotions and just recognizing that you are processing one thing right now and let, let that process fully and let yourself just think about it maybe write it down maybe act on it in that moment and then let it pass and move on to the next idea that might be racing through your mind and just recognizing what you're thinking of recognizing what is consuming you mentally and then letting the thoughts come and go, letting them fully take over you, fully just take their space in your mind, and then letting them pass, and just decluttering yourself that way, and recognizing what's going on up here, and then letting it go, and once you do that, I think it's gonna take away some of that stress, and some of that highly overthinking, kind of over-processed mind that we are constantly carrying because we're just so on the go both physically and mentally. I also think it's so important to give back to a cause that you're passionate about. Um, this is a form of self-care that is really just being able to act on something that you feel and being in tune with an emotion that you have towards a specific cause and just maybe volunteering there or giving money or putting yourself in that situation and putting yourself in a place where you feel like you really gave into something that you love and I think that is so powerful and just for a own sense of well-being and your own sense of accomplishment I think it's really cool to just give up give back to something that you care about my last but not least habit for self-care and just item to make sure that you are in your best state all the time is to not force a habit honestly i think that we have such a mentality that you have to do something like the phrase 21 days builds a habit or doing something 
every day will just get you in the routine of it, in the routine of things. But definitely, I think once you force something that you were so passionate about in the beginning, it then becomes a drag and it becomes more of a burden and something I have to do. I have to work out. I have to do my homework. I have to read a book, you know? And of course, you're excited about having these good habits, but once they become something that you force yourself to do when you don't feel like doing it, I think that is more of a negative form of trying to build a good habit. And so a form of self-care, I think, is just not forcing something if you're not feeling it. Maybe doing something else that will make you feel accomplished and just doing small things, but maybe making them daily or making it more consistent and doing things even on a lazy day that make you feel accomplished. Today, going back to my lasagna story, that is literally the only thing I've done today and I'm going to go enjoy it after this episode and that's okay. Like, I didn't do much. I didn't work out. I didn't read, you know, but I didn't force myself to do something that I didn't feel like doing and I know, like, it'd probably be better, but I'm really just not wanting to do anything else and that's okay. It's definitely shouldn't be like an everyday thing maybe just finding where your emotions lie and recognizing how you're feeling and why you might not want to be partaking in this activity or partaking in this habit and knowing that it's okay to skip a day and it's okay to not force it and just doing your best when you can doing your best where you can and I think it's just so important to not force anything especially as a person who's already so exhausted because you're exerting energy in many different directions and so when you can sit back and when you can take a breather do it it's so important and it's so good for you that is all that i have today for redefining self-care as a type a personality i definitely recommend taking the personality it's in the show notes once again and just understanding what's best for you what's best for you to rest and regenerate and know where your energy goes and how your energy flows and i hope you guys enjoyed these points that i made today they're definitely things that i'm not always doing and i'm definitely working on implementing them but they're definitely so important and i think it's so important to just do things daily habitually monthly and just having small habits that make you feel at your best and small ways that you can feel like you're taking care of yourself and not just a yearly spa treatment or something so before i go of course i would love to share a quote like i always do and this quote is by brianna weiss and it says true self-care is not bath salts and chocolate cake it's making the choice to build a life you don't need to escape from i think that quote really stresses the importance of having habits that make you feel at your best and having habits that you take care of yourself in small ways so that you don't get burnt out and you don't get to that point where you feel totally mentally physically exhausted so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and i will see you next time bye